Francis. Floyd. Francis. Floyd. Francis. Floyd. It's the Francis and Floyd podcast. Welcome back to episode number four. Four. Number four. Numero uno. No, numero cuatro. I said numero uno. That's one. Right. Yeah, I messed that one up. Okay. All right. So look, uh, if you haven't followed us on socials, please do so. Francis underscore Floyd underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And then Francis and Floyd podcast on Facebook. We even got a TikTok. Francis underscore Floyd underscore. YouTube. YouTube. Francis and Floyd. Pretty simple. You can just search Francis and Floyd majority of the time. Yeah, man. Uh, Download the podcast. Subscribe. And by the way, if you're watching our YouTube page and our Facebook page, there's like a notification button. If you really enjoy the content, hit the notification button and that way you'll get a notification every time we upload some new content for you. Yeah. You even get reminders when things are about to premiere. So I, I enjoy that feature. We got a couple of things we wanted to discuss on this episode of the podcast. Mainly what's happening with Kanye West and his um, disorder that he's having. His bipolar disorder. We were having like a really in-depth conversation while we we're on the back porch smoking some weed. <laughs> and uh, Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And uh, we started to really talk about Kanye. And I started thinking about how much is too much? Like when is that, when is that time where you're like, okay, I've been through enough with this person. I know you're supposed to support somebody till death do his part, but I've been through enough. I'm leaving. And it's not girlfriend, boyfriend. It's you're married. Till death do us part. Sickness and in health. And I want to play this because a lot of people don't realize Kanye West is bipolar. Like he has a diagnosed medical issue. People can look at the antics of someone that's going through a manic episode of bipolar one or two and really just comment on what they're doing and ignore the fact that this is actually a disease. And so many of these behaviors are essentially involuntary. It's really not right to judge a person because they're just really not in control of their thinking or their behavior at the time. I judge immediately. We are all so quick to be like, yo, Kanye's bugging, Kanye's tripping, Kanye's a fool. Kanye needs help. Kim needs to leave. She doesn't have to deal with this no more. He needs to go to a mental hospital. And you could tell like it was going back and forth because at one point Kanye would go through this Twitter rant and then he would say, I want to divorce Kim Kardashian and all these other different things. And then a couple of days later, after saying Kylie stinks, he'll go <laughs> and say, wait, wait, did he, he say did. Kylie stinks? Yeah, he went on Twitter and said Kylie stinks and then he erased his tweet. Oh, wait, um, like her body odor? Yeah, like she stinks. And I wonder if Travis Scott has beef with Kanye for saying his lady stink, but that's nor here nor there. Then he goes on and, and issues a public apology to Kim. And shortly after that, checks, checks himself back into the hospital. Now, I believe this is probably the third time Kanye's checked into either a hospital or some sort of rehab. When is enough enough? Or do you just ride it out until death do you part? A lot of people wouldn't agree with me, but when we got married, you vowed to be there for your significant other. I would be able to tolerate it and be your support and make sure that you were on the right meds. You, you had the right help, everything that you needed in order to keep your mind right. But I think the deal breaker for me would be once you start putting yourself and others, for example, me and your children in harm's way, at that point, I would have to make a decision for myself. Like if I was afraid for my life, I would have to go from the outside looking in. I don't think he's going to be violent. If anything, he's going to speak his mind like crazy things. 
to destroy their reputation. You know, it's going to be things that will affect their money or their image. I think that's why Kim's writing for him still. Truthfully, I don't think you can destroy the Kardashians. There's nobody that can destroy the Kardashians. At some point, the Kardashians sold their souls to the devil. Facts. All right. Because they met in that road. You know that road they show in movies where it's like the middle of the road is deserted. It's like uh, you're going right uh, north, east, south, or west, or whatever. You meet right there in the middle, and the devil's like, sell me your soul. That's I promise you, all the Kardashians did that. Yeah. Because I don't know how in the hell they've amassed this amount of fame and wealth just basically from a sex tape that Kim Kardashian did. And I know y'all want to say these are business women. I respect what they do. I'm not hating on their business acumen. I'm not hating on mom's business acumen or dad, what he was able to, to teach them or pass on to them. Uh, you know, smarts wise, because he was a, a, a qualified and a successful lawyer, but they really got big because of a sex tape. So how can you ruin them? The worst is out there. They post for Playboy. They've been naked. They got sex tapes out there in the world. They for get people cheated to see. on. They have short marriages. Yeah. I mean, really. They date rappers. They name their, their children after uh, planets and the equator. Like how much more? Can they really embarrass themselves? You know what I'm saying? They can't be beat. That's true. At first, I thought all this was Kanye going to the hospital, Kanye issuing an apology was all because the Kardashians made him do it. You think the Kardashians? I think he was saying so much that Chris was like, oh, you want to call me Chris Jong-un or what is his name? Chris Chris (laughs) Jong-un. I, I think that legal teams got involved and said, you need to say this, you need to do this, and you need to take your ass to a hospital to make the world, uh, once again, watch Kanye go get treatment. Yeah. He said some things. I've been trying to divorce Kim for a while. Maybe but there's Kim a said lot that's of money the bipolar involved. target. Yeah. Who's, who's to say? Who knows? Who's to say? Who's Who to knows? Know? But at the end of the day, I always felt like Kim and Kanye were going to be that couple who aren't going to split. I mean, you watch their sisters. She's already had a failed marriage and boyfriends and all that. I felt like this was going to be it for them. Look, we didn't think that Jada Pinkett and Will Smith would separate. <laughs> they were honest, I think, and told the world. So if they can separate, anybody can. And it's not just bipolar disorder. There's so many other mental healths out there that people and couples can't handle. Yeah. You know, depression is a hard one. What do you do when your wife is sad all the time or in bed all the time and you feel like you're pulling all the weight? Yeah. Do you leave that person? Do you get them the right help? Do you support? Like, there's just a lot to it. And there's that's just a real good question. Like, when is enough enough? You know, what's happening in your life? What's new? I know I'm your husband and I see you a lot, so I should probably know, but maybe there's something I don't know about you like to talk about on the podcast. Um, What's new? What's new in my life? Really? I'm excited for this little mini getaway. Oh, to uh, Arkansas? Yeah, and I don't want to... Uh, AKA Arkansas? Yeah, I don't want to hear about any of the coronavirus stuff. At this point, I'm going to the lake, damn it. She's going without me. I already canceled my trip. <laughs> I already canceled my ticket. I'm not going. But, you know, um, as far as me, hey, I'm alive. I'm breathing. My bills are paid. I ate today. Oh, and I got my eyelashes done for the first time. Look. You did get my eyelashes done. I see them. Those are nice. You like them? Yeah, they're looking real nice. Um, But nothing new. Nothing new? What about you? You got Um, some new news, I'm sure. Oh, really? It's not news. It's public news. We talked about it already. Um just picked up another radio station where I'm going to be um, 
remotely doing a show from Detroit, my old station, KKFR, Power 98.3, which is kind of cool. I'll be Ooh. on from 11 to 3 there, and I'll also be doing my morning show in Detroit. So, Dang, and podcasting and YouTubing. Hey, man, the grind don't stop, man. Yo, what is that thing you say? We'll sleep when we're dead. Sleep when you're dead. But uh, I'm excited about that. It's pretty cool to be back on. In my hometown, I haven't been on there in what five, five years? years, five or six years. So it's cool to uh, to be back on the air at home. Uh, shout out to my bird gang. Shout out to Phoenix. <laughs> shout out to all of my people out there. Um, <laughs> something I did want to talk about on this podcast though, because I'm a big <laughs> boxing fan. Uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. That's gonna be exciting. coming back. I don't know how exciting it's going to be because George Foreman came out with his piece on it. And, you know, George Foreman is a boxing legend. And he's just talking about these guys at their age should not be getting out there fighting anymore. I think it's good to come out, but I hope one does not hit the other. But as you get hold of it, you get hit, you shake it off and it stays there for a month. You shake it off and next time it stays there for a year. Some guys get hit and it never goes away. <laughs> exactly. This is the last, and you know, Mike Tyson, you see, you, you've been seeing these videos of him training. He's not going to take it easy on Roy Jones. Nah, Jr. He looks like he's a, he's a killer boy. And he likes to do toad venom. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yo, you got to be a weird kind of person to do toad venom. Like weed's one thing and he really is doing that. But toad venom? I just don't even know like who in the hell uh, siphoned or what do they call siphoned? Some, no, decided some, to scrape some toad venom who, off. Who, who scraped that off of a toad and decided to do? And what do you smoke it? Snort it? How do you? I think you, it was in the Amazons. No, I think they. Um, the hell is wrong with people, man? <laughs> They find ways in the jungle, man. To get like, high. what are y'all doing? Off what are of you... God's creation. Toven? I've never, look, I've never sat back and was like, you know what? Mm. Yo, you see that toad right there? Yeah, I'm about to scrape the shit out that toad <laughs> and eat whatever oh, comes off of it. People are nuts. Well, I mean, how they discovered all these drugs from plants is, is crazy. What's crazy about Mike Tyson, though, is he stated with this toad venom that it actually. It's, it's what saved his life. He said when he took the toad venom, the guy was like, yo, I got something. I got something that's going to take you to another planet, another world. Mike Tyson like, man, whatever, man. I done been through everything. No, I've been, I, no do it right. You know, I've, been, I've been through everything, brother. I've, I've seen everything in the world. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have anything for me that I haven't already done for myself. You know what I'm saying? There's no more vultures around me. So I just, I just smoke a little weed and that's it. So this guy was like, look, I got something for you, Mike. You got to do it. He's like, what you got for me? Let me try it. All praise be to Allah, my brother. What you got? So Mike so Mike did the toe venom, and he said that this toe venom took him to see God. Whoa. And, and, he, and he, expre- he explained that it's it's very quick. It's not a, a, it's not a lasting high like a normal drug. He's like, it's instant, and then it wears off in 10 minutes, but it takes you to see God. He said, I saw God. And that's when I became vegan. That's when I lost weight. That's when I started reading. What? That's when I started praying more. And he said that the toe venom changes life to the point to where he does it all the time now. Any of y'all got some of that toe venom up there? And, and the guy was like, bro, you can't do it a lot because it, it will kill you. But Mike Tyson was like, it doesn't matter, man. It, it changed my life. He's like, if you want to get your life together, no matter if you got a problem, if you got a weight issue, if you got a, a violence issue, if you've got any type of issue, do toe venom and it'll change your life. Man, smoke some weed, man. You don't need all that damn frog poison. I, I listen. I would never do it ever. I would never try, but I'm just telling you Mike Tyson's story. 
Well, I can't wait to see how that toad venom helps him in that ring. Can you? I mean, you can't be on drugs if you're going to be fighting. I mean, it's an does exhibition. Does it come but up in a drug screen? I'm sure it does. Toad venom? I mean, I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know. The, the worst drug I've ever done is I smoked a little weed, just a little that's bit. And that's like as of recent. Other than that, I don't really know too much about the drug thing. But you're all right, though, right? Yeah, I yeah. think. I got a little twitch in my <laughs> eyeball now. But I think I'm good. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know any of that. I'm going to research that Toad yeah. Venom stuff. Don't get any well, ideas. I mean, with though. Mike Tyson and his story, nah, I'm not going to go. Don't get any ideas. I like frogs, but not like Go that. watch Mike Tyson's Hot Box. That he did a hot box, I think it was with Evander Holyfield at the time. Oh, okay. I think and I he that. talks about the toe venom. Or just Google Mike Tyson toe venom and you'll see the full story. All right, guys. Episode four coming to an end. It is time to go. That's not the song. Francis. There you go. Floyd. Yeah. Not time to go. Francis. And Floyd. We'll see you guys soon. Episode five. Bye, Love guys. you long time.